Have you ever thought about all the ways you could die? We have. Grab a drink that's good enough to die for. And let's get gruesome. Welcome to Drinks with Death. Happy New Year! Hey, Happy New Year 2022! What's up, 2022? I feel like that came real fast, by the way. Yeah, it is... It's it's weird to... I, I feel like you, every January we go through this. Like, I, I, I still feel like it's 2021. And so it's weird to think like, oh, well, last year in 2020, you're like, oh, no, wait, that was 2021, and now we're in 2022. <laughs> right. I also feel like COVID just did something weird to all of our timelines, you know, all of our, I don't know, like mess with our brains somehow because we weren't really in a routine and, you it's know. It's like been one big lump of a sort of starting in 2020 all the way through 2021 yes. and here we are <laughs> like, eh? <laughs> what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah i know all right well we'll hope for a better 2022 that's right that's right of course, we've got, like we do like we do every year that's right that's <laughs> right but we've got drinks to drink and deaths to cover so we're that's right gonna that's bring right. you all the new gruesome stories in 2022 don't you worry don't worry we've got you covered that's right <laughs> All right. Well, tonight um, we're going to be talking about, and I know that I, there might be some people out there who are not going to want to hear this, but no, so <laughs> we're going scared. to be covering all the ways that you could die in an elevator. Oh my God. I have been dreading this. I <laughs> knew you wanted to do mm-hmm. this one. I knew that this would be a big topic. I almost think like we could do segments of this because I think there are so many people who've died in an elevator. I mean, you're the one who did the research, so you can tell me, but... There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I have not wanted I def- to do this I definitely one. had to, like, sort through and figure out which ones I really wanted to talk about because um, there's a lot out there. So should we talk about what we're going to drink first, and then we'll get going? Yeah, let's talk about happy things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we're going to be drinking um, the bourbon lift, as in what some people call the elevator, the lift. Uh Right. Um, I found on liquor.com. So it is one and a half ounces of bourbon. So you add that to a shaker with a half an ounce of coffee liqueur, half an ounce of heavy cream, and then half an ounce of almond syrup. And you're going to dry shake that, meaning no ice at first for about 10 seconds. And then you'll add some ice and shake it till it's good and cold. And then you're going to pour it into like a tall, thin glass known as a Collins glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important because the next thing we're going to do is add club soda. And we're going to pour that club soda in from about six inches above the um, liquid line. And it should kind of foam up a little bit. Mine did foam up mm-hmm. pretty good. And then you wait a few seconds. So you fill it, wait a few seconds, and then you're going to pour an additional little bit mm-hmm. Again, and onto the top of this soda water. And that should make the foam kind of lift out of the top of the glass. Now, I will say that mine did not really lift out of the top of the glass, but mm. it did foam. Did yours lift? Um, I, I did. I took a video of it. Yeah, mine lifted, but it didn't. Oh, I didn't. Um, I didn't get the memo on it going out of the glass. So it was very hard oh, okay. to take the video and try to do this. So. I didn't get it that far, but I definitely got some lift, and I did. Awesome. 
record it. So for posterity and for social media. <laughs> Yay. Fine. Should we try it? Yes. Cheers. Clink. There's no ice to rattle around. No, in there's one. no ice. So this is this mm. is served with just a straw in your so glass. I, for some reason, thought that this was another egg white cocktail, and I was not super excited. I was like, man. No egg whites. And then I was making it, and I was like, there's no egg whites. This is fantastic. It almost tastes like a milkshake. It's so yummy. I know, and then I got really excited, because I was like, oh my gosh, this smells like, like it could be like a Coke float. Yes, it does. It tastes a lot like a float, yes. But it's it's so much better for you, because it's mostly water. It's... (laughs) I mean, it's there's uh-huh, only sure. half an ounce of cream in it. Very I mean, healthy. Half it's an very ounce of cream. good for you. Sure. Uh huh. Keep telling <laughs> yourself that. <laughs> it's better than a milkshake. Come on. And Come you know on. that bourbon and liqueur and whatnot. It's it's um, really good. It's it really is tasty. really good. It's definitely got. I can taste the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Me too. Ooh. My favorite part. <laughs> You're so excited about that. Mm. It's nice, though. It is. I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like dessert tonight. No. Very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I made the poor choice of grabbing a metal straw, and now I'm realizing that was a horrible oh, it's, decision. it's going to be pretty noisy over there. As we record. So I'm going to try to be real quiet with my metal and glass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first, I thought we'd kind of talk about elevators a little bit and sort of the history of them and a little bit about how they work. I think that okay. might kind of possibly help us understand some of these stories a little better. Um, so the very first passenger, air- I almost said passenger airplane, I'm not talking about airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> the very first nope. passenger elevator got off to a very slow start. It was installed in 1857 at a, de- at a department store in New York City, wow. but it was actually shut down after three years because customers refused to even use it. <laughs> I don't blame them <laughs> at all. I think it was just a very new technology. And the other problem with it is that it went very slow. So uh-huh. it went 40 feet per minute. So just, oh, to, yeah, my. <laughs> just to give you an idea of how slow that is currently, the fastest elevator in the world is in the Shang- is in Shanghai, China, and the Shanghai Tower. And it travels at 67 feet per second. Wow. 46 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, God. See, this is already, like, I'm already at butterflies in my stomach. I already am like, nope, I do not want to get on that elevator. Oh, yeah. The Shanghai Tower is pretty amazing, though. You should definitely look up pictures of that, or we'll put it on our social media, because it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, So that, it's, the Shanghai Tower is 128 stories high, and there's an observation deck on the 118th floor. And when you ascend those 118 stories to that observation deck, it's the fastest elevator in the world, and it takes less than one minute to get there. Oh, my there. gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ugh, no. My stomach is in my throat already. I know. So coming back down is they have to go a little slower because your mm-hmm. ears cannot, like, repressurize that quickly. So it would be painful to your ears. So it goes a little slower on the way down. But so elevators have come a long ways, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty impressive. Um, So at the time that the very slow ones were being built, they were really more of like a tourist attraction than a means of transportation. So, Mm -hmm. And at that time, also, the world didn't really even have any tall buildings. Like the lower floors were actually more desirable because they didn't require you to climb any stairs. Mm -hmm. Unlike today, of course, where the higher rises and the penthouses are, you know, 
the more costly to rent. Uh, it was actually the opposite back then. So I thought that was kind of interesting, something I didn't know. Um, so there were kind of two turning points in the history of elevator development that made it possible for us to have the type of passenger cars that we have today. And strangely, both of these men that um, were sort of integral and part of creating these elevators both went by the last name o- or by the name Otis. One of it was first name was the last name, but that was kind of weird. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Elijah Otis, he developed a safety feature in the elevator that he actually demonstrated at the World's Fair in New York in 1854. And how he demonstrated it was he was standing on like a platform that was raised and it was hanging by a rope and he took an axe and he cut the rope to show that if the core, if the ropes in the elevator were severed for any reason, there was a mechanism on the side, like a failsafe that would catch. It was like a ratchet system that would pop open and catch the elevator on the racks that ran alongside it. So it would stop the car from, stop the elevator from falling. Um, so that was the first time that something like that had ever been developed, like a safety system like that. So does that make sense? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then... But his elevator was just a flat surface. It was not enclosed in any way. So uh, Otis Tufts, he was the one who developed the first patent for what he called a vertical railway. And it was an actual enclosed car and had a bench inside where people could sit. So these two ideas, the fail-safe catching mechanism that Elijah Otis developed in combination with Otis Tuft, who enclosed the elevator, sort of led directly to the modern elevator as we know it today. Um, and we still have some of those same safety devices based on the same idea that, um, Elijah Otis presented at the world's fair in 1857 or 1854. I'm sorry. That's amazing. I know. Right. Kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, so if an elevator currently, if it exceeds like a preset speed there, or if there's a cable severed somehow, and that's how it, that's how it exceeds the speed or there's mm-hmm. a loss of power. There are safety mechanisms, many of them. There's several that are activated and um, they govern the speed and, and help bring the elevator to a safe stop. Okay. Um, they also are built now with more cables than they need to hold the elevator up so that if one of them does become weakened and snap, mm-hmm. that the elevator won't drop. Um, and then beyond those braking mechanisms and the extra cables, they also have cushioning below, it's cushioning, different kinds of cushioning systems built in below so that if they do plummet and fall down the elevator shaft, that they'll be, the impact will be lessened. Okay. Um, Put a little like egg crate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, Mattress pad at the they, bottom. Were, they were pretty technical, so I didn't really get into a whole lot of that because I started to look at it and I was like, oh man, this is... Too much for me. Yeah. Um, so those were all like the first ones were all steam engine. And then they kind of moved into hydraulic elevators, which some there are still some hydraulic elevators uh, and, you know, still being used in the world now. But most of the elevators are used with like a pulley rope and counterweight system. So you know what a pulley is, right? So sure. the, the ropes on either end and then the pulley mm-hmm. at the top and then there's a counterweight that balances so that it makes it easier for the engine to operate because it kind of takes some of the weight off of the engine. Does that make sense? So Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's a little bit about the elevators. Uh, <laughs> but even with their very refined and carefully designed systems that we use today, there are still plenty of freak accidents. So here are your stats for your shark meter. 
US Ooh, okay. US elevators make 18 billion passenger trips per year. And wow. those trips result in about 27 deaths annually in the oh. United States according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics and the Consumer Product Safety Commission. <gasps> Our favorite. <laughs> it is. So that works out to a failure rate of are you ready for a lot of zeros? Oh god. 0. 0.000015% per trip. Okay, that actually makes me feel a lot better. It should. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only good news I have for you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to hold on to that. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it around minute. me. Go ahead, warm up with it a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, while so dying, many zeros. Yes. While dying on an elevator <laughs> is very, very uncommon, and elevators are a very, like, incredibly safe way to travel up and down in buildings. They are Ugh. the most gruesome deaths oh, I have Ugh. come across or researched so far. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. brutal. And the other thing that's so crazy about the the ones that have happened in the last like ten years, especially, is that they're almost all on video. Ew. We have so many cameras in buildings now, I mean, across the globe. So, so many of these, you can actually go online and watch the video of them happening. It's oh. horrible. How many videos did you watch? I watched four. Oh, my gosh. Well, only only <laughs> one do I really wish I hadn't watched. Oh, Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to show you a video now. No, no, no. (laughs) Wait, what? No, I did not sign up for this. I'm going to share my screen. No, is this seriously somebody plummeting? I do not want to watch this if somebody's dying. (laughs) No, it's it's truly not anyone dying. It is a video of a dog in an elevator, Uh, and the dog is fine as well. The person is fine, the dog is fine, but I did want to freak you out for just a minute there. (laughs) Not cool. Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to share my screen. Okay. So again, this is just a dog. The only reason I'm showing this to you is because I'd like you to see how quickly things can go wrong. Okay. In an elevator. Like, okay. So this is a woman. She's going to step onto the elevator. She has two dogs. One leash she has in her hand. The other oh, no. leash she drops <gasps> oh, no. somehow. So see. Oh, no. And the elevator door closes. She sees that the leash is. She sees right here yeah. that the leash is stuck yeah. in the door, yeah. and she's pulling on it. I pause the video. She's pulling on it. She's trying to get okay. it out. No. Okay. Oh, oh my god. So the oh dog god. has now gone straight up by the leash and is hanging by his neck. She's pushing the emergency button, trying to get the elevator to stop. Take the collar off. Take the collar off. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Poor baby. <gasps> Right there. So she finally gets the collar off or the leash off. And the dog is fine. She did break a couple of her fingers um, from when she grabbed the leash and and it went straight up so fast (gasps) up the elevator door. I think. Oh my gosh. I think that's when. Poor woman. She looks like she, I mean, she is like collapsed. She's pretty traumatized. Oh my gosh. See, I think this is what actually freaks me out more. I'm sure you're going to get into it, but the the things getting caught in the door or, yeah, you know, just something not, something being in the door when it closes and then starts to move. Like, yeah. 
That's what really haunts me. I mean, me. you saw how quick that happened, too. I mean, that, oh my the dog's gosh. leash just went, just shot up the door, oh. and it was so fast. And I mean, thankfully, she was able, it was a big dog, too. It um, was a big dog. Oh, my gosh. A poor baby. She oh. was thankfully able to save her dog. Um, but that I just wanted to show you that because I wasn't going to make you watch a video of a person. Thank um, you. But I wanted you to know how fast it, it goes. Like, it just happens oh, so gosh. fast, and there's just mm-hmm. nothing you can do. Um, okay, so in 1883, this is actually thought to be the very first elevator death. So his name was Emil Mueller. He was 15 years old, and he was instantly killed in an elevator at Lincoln's Furniture Warehouse. He was trying to get on the elevator when he got caught in the door, and he was actually decapitated. (gasps) And his head was found in the elevator in the box that he was trying to take upstairs with him. Oh, <laughs> that crazy. Where was it? And his body was just on the floor. I think his body was. Yes. <gasps> oh, that is gruesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this next one is from the Houston, from a Houston area hospital in 2003. So there was an elevator that had been out of service for a few days and there was an, a physician's assistant and she had approached the, um, the two elevators, one of them had was the one that had been out of service. And she realized that the sign saying that it was out of order was gone. So she was sure that it was working again. She pushed the call button. It happened to be that the elevator that came first was the one that had been out of service. Uh. She went and stepped onto that elevator. But right behind her was a doctor named Hitoshi Nakaido. He said something something to her like, oh, I guess it's working again. And she said, I hope so. And he went to step onto the elevator, and his shoulders were trapped in the door. Mm -mm. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Go ahead. Um, And, I mean, the same thing happened to him. He was also Mm. decapitated at the jawline. And the part of his head that was decapitated actually fell into the elevator with the woman. Mm. And then his body fell into the shaft, and she spent over an hour in the elevator with his head until she was finally rescued. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So. I'm going to need, I'm going to need something more than this drink. I'm going to need like some Valium or a sedative or something. Okay. You this are, is only the, your second story. second story. I know. Like, okay. I told you I was not looking forward to this. Are you I was, all right I was totally here? freaked out. So obviously they investigated this death and Ron Steele, who was the chief elevator inspector in Texas, who knew that was a job because I sure didn't. Said that oh, there are they that, but isn't that always inside the elevator? Like the the chief elevator, elevator inspector? inspector in Texas, though. I didn't. Well, I didn't know that was a maybe not that specific a title, spa- but like a state an, position an elevator inspector. Like, yeah, I guess um, this elevator was inspected by number <laughs> inspector two sixty two. Right? <laughs> no idea. I guess okay. I'll look more closely right. from now on. <laughs> Uh, so they investigated it, and Ron Steele, the chief elevator inspector, said that it was a single misconnected wire Ugh. that disabled the safety systems that would have kept the front door from closing and the elevator from ascending. A single, Ugh. a single wire. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm going to be jumping onto elevators now. 
<laughs> yes, you are. Okay, this is one thing I'm going to be doing. What will I be doing by the end of this episode? Uh, <laughs> not taking elevators. I already have a really hard time with escalators, so I'm not sure how we're going to get up, be getting up the stairs oh anymore. God. We're going to be in great shape. Uh, I know, right? Okay. Until we do death by stairs, and then we're screwed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't be able to go anywhere. We can't, we can't do that one. I don't think. I don't think we're able to do that one. Okay, here's another beheading. Um, accident happened in 2013. Uh, this is in China. 24 year old nurse intern that was stepping out of an elevator on the 16th floor. So, this, this, there's a video of this one. I watched this video. This is one mm. of the ones I watched. Um, so, she's stepping out of an elevator on the 16th floor and it, it's kind of interesting when you see it. It's like she steps out and then she realizes something is wrong and she tries to retract that step, and she, but she's still kind of leaning forward. And the elevator door begins to close at the same time. And just like that leash went straight up the wall, uh-huh. that's exactly what her body does. But her head is decapitated by the by the floor, the next floor. But it's like her body just goes up and then it falls back down in the elevator. And there were reports in the elevator of the blood like spurting all Ugh. over the walls and the people that were in the elevator. It was a pretty, Ew. it was a pretty crowded elevator. Oh, so why did she make the move? Like something wasn't right. I don't know. I, I can't say was something was like, was her clothing caught on something? And she kind of, you couldn't tell. I, I, I don't know whether it was starting to move already and she could feel that the floor was starting to move so she tried to kind of correct and step back in but she just she was still she was already already sort of leaning forward like the the top half of her body was already sort of pitched forward out Uh the door you know and i think she Uh just couldn't get back before you saw how fast it happens just happens so quickly oh oh my gosh okay um, okay, those are, that was all for the beheading, so we're good. We can okay. move on. In 2017 right. in Spain, the floor of an elevator gave way between the sixth and ninth floor of an apartment building, causing two teenagers to fall all the way down the elevator shaft. Oh. And they died. Don't know why. Wait. The floor uh, of the elevator gave way. Oh, oh. Yeah. The floor. So they're just standing in the elevator mm-hmm. and then the floor... The floor oh. just dropped out and they just fell all the way. And nobody knows why. No. Mm-mm. That's weird. Yeah, that was that was a, that was was a definitely an, like an outlier. Definitely an unusual one. I didn't... Yeah, okay. That's really freaky. Um, in 2021 in China, a teenage girl was killed when an elevator that she was on became stuck between the first floor and the basement... She called her parents, and a maintenance worker was sent to help her. And when he arrived, he began to try to open the elevator doors, and it just suddenly shot up 30 (gasps) stories and hit the top floor and killed her. Oh. So that braking system I was telling you about completely Uh failed. And it was unknown why it failed, but it just... There were all those mechanisms in place. Like, usually around two mechanisms on elevator should stop you from, from any really fast movement like that and it yeah but that's crazy that it was going up uh-huh yeah and that the braking mechanism failed and that it went up so fast so that fast her. that it killed her yeah so did she it just i guess just the velocity i think she it just probably hit. the broke her neck is what i'm guessing oh. oh my gosh okay uh so here's another one that there's a video of um 
a guy, so this is in China, a guy gets onto an elevator with his moped. And as soon as the doors close, it's like black smoke just starts to come out of the back of that moped. And then you see fire. And it's, oh, it's oh, a pretty crowded oh no. elevator again. I mean, um, there's... Oh, no. I don't know how... I didn't count people on it, but maybe five, six people on the elevator. And oh. so all of them were burned. They did survive, but they were all burned. Why? In that accident. Hmm. Would you want to bring your moped on the elevator? I mean, I don't know whether there's just nowhere to safely keep it outside. I'm not sure. Mm. And again, in China... <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I've never been to China, um, so I, I can't speak to what it's like to be, what the elevators are like there, but there were some funny things you come across on the internet that say, like, don't get on elevators in China. I don't even know if that's a thing, I, but there were a lot of accidents there. Uh, and kind of was going through my head. I'm like, okay, mental note. <laughs> I said China a if lot. If I, I make know. it to China, I don't know if I'm going to get on an elevator. I think they're just not very well maintained. They're not serviced very mm-hmm. often and things like that is kind of what They don't I have was, the, the chief they inspector don't have a of chief Texas. Inspector. That's right. <laughs> in China. That's right. They need Mr. Steele. <laughs> right. So this is in 2016 in China. A woman um, starved to death in an elevator after she was stuck there for 30 days, roughly 30 <gasps> days. What? <laughs> yeah. One report I read said that when they found her, her hands were actually mangled from trying to pry the doors open. Why was she in there for 30 days? I know. So apparently, how did, did, what? Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. I know. So apparently <laughs> the elevator needed to be serviced in her apartment building, but it was just before the beginning, like it was just at the beginning of the Chinese New Year. So the elevator maintenance company went to the apartment and they moved the elevator to the first floor and then they took it out of service mode. So they basically like turned it off. And they were supposed to visually confirm that no one was inside the elevator, but instead they just kind of hollered out and said, is anyone in, anybody in there? And they didn't hear anyone respond. So they left. They left it there on the first floor and out of service, turned it off, and she was in there. And then when they returned after the Chinese New Year in about 30 days to service it, they found her body inside. So, what year was this? 2016. She didn't have a phone? I mean... And don't they have phones in the elevator? And can she bang? It was was off, though. I don't think the phone in the elevator would have worked. They took it out of service, like, meaning they put it in, like, a a non-operational mode. But, like, if you were banging on it, would you not be able to hear? I guess not. I mean, I think she was doing everything she possibly could to... um, that is crazy. Yeah, and I mean, her. I think I read this this story about like it was saying that her family wasn't initially worried about not knowing where she was because they she had some mental health problems and they thought that she might have just like gotten lost. Oh my gosh! Um, they don't even release her name, they, and they don't even release her age in these articles. It just says in her late thirties and or early forties. So I mean, that is that is something that I have because I have a lot of fears. Apparently, um, <laughs> I think this is a common one for elevators, though being stuck, being trapped in the elevator. Yes, being trapped in is like, what if you don't have anything to eat? And you get hungry. But this is really my big one: is if you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
Because as we know, I have a tiny bladder and I always have to pee. Don't ever like, take a road trip with Lovin. Never. Don't ever do it. I'm not that bad. I'm really not because I can just, I just don't drink a lot. You know, I don't, I just keep yeah, the liquids under control. But you get that, you know, you get the, it's psychological. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have access to the bathroom. I have to pee. Right. I mean. And I, then if you're, oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I think I worry that I'll have like a I, I, like a panic attack or something. Uh-huh, I, mean, yep. I definitely would have one if I was stuck. But there was another guy. I don't have any details on that one, but he was stuck in one for four days, and um, oh my gosh, he 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 survived. He had water or drink with him. Four days. That is insane. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So okay. here are a couple other sort of bizarre deaths um january 2020 a young couple in their 20s were drowned to death in an elevator in a building in tel aviv that it the elevator flooded as a result of some heavy rainfall rescue crews were trying to reach them and it took longer than they were able to survive and they had to use scuba gear to reach the elevator and get the couple out when they got them out they did try to work on them for a while they were transferred to two different hospitals, but I'm not actually from when I was reading the story, I wasn't really getting the impression that there wasn't really any sign of life from either one of mm-hmm. them when they did get them out of the elevator. Um, but you know, they just see, it was a young couple in their twenties, so I think they just did everything they possibly could to try to revive them, but they weren't able to. Oh, that's a very Titanic <laughs> I know. Could you imagine right? like you know? <laughs> That someone's there oh. to say, like, you can hear them. Yes. And they just can't Ugh. get to you quick enough. Oy. Yeah, that's awful. So in January 2020, again, same month and year as the last oh. one, in the Netherlands, four people were in an elevator in an apartment building when it lost power um, as a result of a fire on the ground floor. And that this, of course, the elevator stopped working. And the mm-hmm. cabin began to fill with smoke. <gasps> oh, dear. Left the four people, they went unconscious from smoke inhalation. Uh-huh. The 39-year-old man and his four-year-old son were killed. Aww. The 36-year-old mother and the couple's eight-year-old daughter were seriously injured um, in this one. But the weird thing is that there, the fire was actually caused by fireworks. And two boys, aged 12 and 13, were eventually arrested on suspicion of arson. Seriously. In the apartment? Yeah, they were setting off fireworks inside. Huh. I know. 12 and 13. Oh That's not a good choice. <laughs> no, definitely not. And I just feel like at 12 and 13, I'm surprised they didn't know that that was a terrible idea, you know? Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <sighs> okay, so these last ones are from, like, crush injuries. So... We're going to get pretty gory here again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were kind of a lot of these, actually. So I am I just picked two of them. Um, okay. But there <laughs> thank, thank you. Quite a, <laughs> quite a few of these. This is another one. This first one is another one that you can watch a video of. This is the one that I really regret watching, so I don't recommend oh, good. that you watch this one. So this is in okay. 2019 in New York City. Sam, I might be saying this name, last name wrong, but I think it's Wayspren. Um, He was 30 years old, and he was in his luxury, like, high-rise apartment building, and he was coming down the elevator to the lobby. There were seven people, 
on the elevator that I counted. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, I didn't count. It said in the report. Oh, I remember this. I do, do you remember I, I'm this? Sorry, go ahead. I do remember this. You said 2019, right? 2019, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing about this. Go ahead. So, I'm sorry. I did not count the seven people. You could only see – in the video, it's from the from the lobby – a camera that's like across the way pointing towards the front of the elevator. So a lot of these elevator videos are from inside the actual elevator. You can mm-hmm. see things happening, but this one is from the outside. Okay. Um, so you see the elevator stop at the lobby mm-hmm. and then you see one guy get out of the elevator. And then right after he gets out, Sam puts his right foot out of the elevator onto the lobby floor and the elevator just immediately begins to drop. And he reaches out his arms as if to, like, catch himself on the side of the elevator, but it's just impossible. He's just completely overpowered by the weight of the elevator, and he's, like, folded in half, just crushed to death. Oh, gosh. And the the most interesting thing about the video is – the people's reaction that are right there outside the door, like the guy that had just gotten off the elevator, he kind of turns around, but then he sees what's happening and immediately turns back around. And then there's a woman who's walking through the lobby and she just puts her hands up like around her face. Like she can't, like she sees, but she can't watch it. Uh And she just keeps walking. Oh, and then the other, there's another woman that's standing there that, that looked like she had pushed the elevator button and was waiting for it to, get to the lobby floor to take it back up. And she does the same thing. She just like covers her face and just turns and just to, to turn away from it. Oh, it was just so very, it sounds like a very New York reaction. Oh, I think it's just a human. I think, I don't know what it, I don't know what all of that sounded like, but I think, I don't think your eyes, any human being's no. eyes would have wanted to see that. Um, and I think they knew no, something. No, no, I, I think I'm they not knew something yeah, horrible was happening. But... And just, I thought it was just so interesting. They all basically had the same reaction, was just immediately to look away. Yeah. The guy that got so off the elevator probably... right in front of Sam did did stand there for a while. Like, it, She's like, probably shocked. Almost trying to figure out, like, is there something I can do? But, uh-huh, Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. I I do remember when that story came out because I just remember thinking that is such a gruesome and horrific way to die. And he was fairly young, 30, right? I mean, thirty, 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so sad. Yeah, really, really. Just uh, another one of those just complete freak, tragic, uh-huh. bizarre yeah. things. Okay, I'm going to share my screen with you again for this next story. But I, again, I don't want you to worry. It's not a... There's no video. This is just a picture. A still picture okay. and there's no body. Okay. Okay. So this is January 16th on a Carnival cruise ship Ecstasy. Matt Davis and his wife were heading to dinner and they came across this. Do you see this right here? Ew, it looks like blood. It is <laughs> oh, blood. On an elevator door. It is so much blood. I mean, that is some red rom. Yeah, just pouring down the front of the elevator door and it's even puddling. You can see right here, it's like Ew. puddling on the <laughs> on the floor there. Uh-huh. Um, okay. <laughs> the video, Blood on Cruise Ship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the name of the video, exactly. Um, so 
Matt actually said in a TV interview that he could hear the blood coming down like a rainstorm and that he could even smell the blood in the air. Ew. I mean, that's how much blood there was. Was he in the elevator or waiting for it? No, he was walk. He was walking, just walking down okay. the hall, headed to dinner with his wife. And he, 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 on the video of, it's a very short video that they put on the, uh, accompanied with this TV interview they did with him. And it's, it's a very short video, but you can hear him saying like, like, oh God, no, no, this can't be like, this can't be right or something like that he was saying, but he is just mm-hmm. like freaked out by what he's seeing, obviously. And mm-hmm. then he says in the interview that he can hear it coming down like rain and that he could even smell the blood in the air. Do we know what happened? Yeah. So after an investigation, <laughs> um, it was revealed that the crew, a crew member, 66 year old San, or 66 year old Jose Sandoval was doing some maintenance. He was actually an electrician. I think he was working on the elevator at the time when he was crushed. Oh. But I'm not exactly sure. There were no real details. I mean, I'm sure that the Carnival Cruise Line was trying to keep a pretty, you know, tight-lipped about what happened yeah. to this man. But um, it, so I'm not exactly sure how he was crushed. But I, it probably the elevator probably went up and crushed him, and then came back down and oh yeah, left him bleeding there. I'm guessing, but that's just a guess. Um, so Matt did report that Carnival offered to buy he and his wife three counseling sessions each. <laughs> oh. oh, thanks, Carnival. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, so there were like a lot. <laughs> I know. Isn't that awful? Okay. I don't know what to say about yeah. that. <laughs> I know. they And they like covered it up, like put, I mean, oh gosh, it was like they put like plastic around it and like the caution tape around it but then people were just going about here that's exactly right he even says something like that the staff who's just alarmed by the staff being so casually like just move along you know oh my gosh (sighs) so he said it was like out of the shining did you say that Uh, yeah when you saw it yeah yeah absolutely 100 percent yeah it looked like it was from the shining yeah um, so there were lots and lots of mine shaft deaths and construction elevator deaths. The construction elevator deaths are kind of interesting because I, I, I feel like I ran across somewhere that was saying that construction elevators weren't built with all of the safety features of a regular passenger elevator, mm-hmm. um, which is makes sense as to why you would see so many more deaths in those. Um, and then the mine shaft deaths were. There were a lot of those as well. So the, actually, the deadliest elevator incident ever happened in South Africa in 1995 when a de- derailed train fell into a mine shaft, hit an elevator, and killed 104 people. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big elevator. I know, right? Whoa. I almost feel like you could do a whole subject on mining. You could. I think mining would be... A really interesting one. Yeah. I'll add it to the list. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to leave you with a slightly happier story at the end here. Okay. 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 Give it. It's bring not, it. Not a death, but a cool Yay! cool historical <laughs> story, um, which I did not even know this happened, or maybe I did at some point in my life, but didn't remember it anymore. Um, on July 28th in 1945, a pilot was flying a B-25 bomber on a routine mission over New York City. It was foggy, 
But the pilot, I think, expected the fog to kind of dissipate, but it actually got a bit thicker and the visibility was just terrible by the time he got into New York. And he got disoriented and crashed into the Empire State Building between the 78th and 80th floors. Did you know that happened? What year? Say this again. 1945. Crashed. A B-25 bomber crashed into the, between the 78th and and 80th floor of the Empire State Building. It, it's like what you said. It's one of those, I think I might have heard this at some time in my life, but I'm still surprised at what you just said. <laughs> I know. I am. And why were they dry, Why why were they flying a B-52 bomber in New York City? So I know this it was is... a B-25, which they're pretty, oh, they're pretty, me, it's B-25. okay. They're pretty small. <laughs> I think it was like a transport mission. I don't okay. think it was very uncommon, to be okay. honest. Um. I think it was wasn't that uncommon for planes to fly that close. It just was that he could not tell where he was, was supposed to yeah. go, and he he was. I think it said he turned he turned right when he should have turned left. Um, and I, they they think he did that just because he got disori- disoriented because of the fog. Mm-hmm. He had actually requested to land. He he had oh. asked to to come down because he couldn't see, and they had denied the request, and were and then he crashed. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um. So 14 people died in the crash, three men in the plane, and then 11 people in the building. One, It was on a Saturday, so that helps because it wasn't as busy as it would have been on a regular work day. Okay. Um, this isn't a happy story so far. 14 people died. Did I say no one died? I did. I yeah, think I said no one died. You did. You said there's no death and this is a happy story. So I'm a little confused. I don't know why I have that in my notes. It literally says, not a death, but a cool historical story. Okay, there's 14 people died. This is definitely a death story. But, oh my gosh. Uh, One woman, Betty Lou Oliver, was working as an elevator attendant on the 80th floor when the plane struck. So I don't know if you knew this was a thing, but... Back in the day, they were elevator attendants, and this was her elevator that she worked was this this one. And so she was on the 80th floor working in her elevator. The plane struck, and she was thrown from her elevator car, and she had some pretty severe burns. And when they first started going through the building to try to find survivors, they came – the first aid workers found her, and they placed her on a stretcher in an elevator, in a nearby elevator – to send her down because her injuries weren't that severe. No one needed to stay with her. They just needed to get her to the ground floor to get treatment down there and keep working and sorting through the rubble to see if they could find anyone else to help, right? Mm -hmm. So they put her in this elevator, sent her down, but what they didn't know was that the cables in the elevator had been damaged in the crash and all of them severed. And she plunged 75 (gasps) floors. What? But because all of the cables fell underneath as well... It created like a bed of springs, and she actually <gasps> survived. Oh my gosh! <laughs> she had a broken back, pelvis, and neck, but she survived. She did fine afterwards. She lived a long, healthy life, um, and she remains uh, the holder of the the record in the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest survived elevator fall. Whoa! Wow, can you imagine you survive a plane crashing into your building? Yeah. Minimal injuries, they put you in an elevator. Where you're an elevator operator, <laughs> like that's what you do. I know. And then, but they're like, don't worry. What well, you know, 
I what know. could go wrong? Could, we'll put you in this elevator. I know. Death came from... I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, Death came from Betty Lou twice that day. And she was oh like, my not gosh. today. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's amazing. That is a great story. And I'm so glad you ended on that. Yeah. Because that... That's that's that kind of makes up for the other some of yeah well the beginning was pretty rough I know you're yeah. right <laughs> the other weird thing about this um, was that the rescuers they searched for one of those three men that died in the airplane um, it wasn't the pilot it was one of the other two men but they searched for him it, they took him two days to find him because he had actually been thrown out of the plane and ended up la- landing ended up falling into an elevator shaft and falling all the way to the bottom so it took oh. him. It took him two days to find him. Whoa. You know there are 73 elevators in the Empire State Building? Did you know that? No. 73. That's like a lot of elevators. That is a lot of elevators. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to wrap my head around that. (laughs) That's just a weird fact, I guess. Does not make me want to get on an elevator. No. She is amazing, though. I'm like, that's so. <laughs> is she still alive? No, she died, but um, but she lived like they. I know I read several different things that said that she lived like a long, healthy life into her old age. I'm not sure how old hmm. she was when she died, but. Um, oh, man, that's. Uh, well, that was a good story. I am, again, very glad you ended up with that one because that was a really, really gruesome. I tried subject. to front load with the most gory stuff. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were, I knew it you was were coming. Scared. I, know. I was scared. I was scared. Turns out you should That's have been. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the stories in this episode were brought to you by, well, the drink was liquor.com. Uh, the stories were CNN.com, LATimes.com, New York Times, Wikipedia, MyPlainView.com, AP News, Associated Press. The Straitstimes.com, IsraelHaman.com, The New York Post.com, YouTube, NL Times, and Newsweek.com. All right. And your long list of it. references. That, that wasn't as long this time, actually, surprisingly. <laughs> so I don't know what to say. Um, I guess just. Be mindful of your surroundings yeah, on an elevator, I have, but I don't think there's really anything you can do. I don't think there is either. It's the luck of the draw on this one. It really is. It's Some of those. Bad. I mean, maybe don't take a moped in the elevator with you. And that just seems like obvious. Yeah. And if you have like a long, you know, a leash or something long, maybe make sure you're all wrapped up before the elevator's doors close. Especially the dog, dog leashes. Mm-hmm. Those those were pretty common stories to come across, I have to say. The, the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that happening. Yep. But yeah, some of those, that is just, uh, there's nothing. Nothing you can do. you can do to prevent that. Besides Mm-mm. don't ride, ride elevators, I guess. But we'll see how well, that goes right. next time I'm forced to get on one. <laughs> uh-huh. No high rise for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you. And don't love forget, you, follow us on the social meets at Drinks with Death Podcast for Instagram and Facebook. And email us. Seriously, it's a new year. What do you want us to cover? Clearly, we are not afraid to cover gruesome things. Erin's not. I'm a wuss, so (laughs) she'll do it. I'll do something weak. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.